0: Look, that's time to throw, there's an out deep, way downfield, out. he's gonna score, he's gonna score, touchdown for now, Seth Morales, Seth Morales, there are
1: no flags, the Boilermakers have taken the lead on a 64-yard strike,
0: unbelievable. And they're showing blitz again, they back out of the blitz, toss it downfield, caught by Stubblefield, goodbye, Tanner Stubblefield, beat Dwight Ellis and waltzes into the end zone. It covers 97 yards. More in motion. They get it to him. More in space. First to speed. A first down for Purdue. He's still going. Moore.
2: Touchback. Touchdown. It is intercepted. Bailey the other way. Marcus Bailey punctuates this upset
1: with a pick six.
0: What is going on, Boiler Nation? You're listening and or watching another edition of the Boiler Breakdown podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Evan Webb, along here with Andrew Eidler, because Tanner is not here at the moment. Preoccupied. having some plumb- plumbing issues, apparently. Uh-oh. Having some plumber issues. hey <laughs>
2: How's
0: it going tonight, Andrew? I'm all right. How are you? <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm doing okay. Okay. Um, Probably be a pretty short show today. We say that, of course, then we'll talk for two hours, but as Mitch i will be on here shortly. But you know, don't really have a game to recap as our Boilers had a bye this past week, a much needed bye. And the question is, did the Boilers win the bye week?
2: I mean, yes and no. I mean it started off really good with a couple <laughs> with a couple recruits. I mean, they got that four star yep. quarterback from Louisiana, and Rick there was Collins. a wide yep. yeah, and there was a wide receiver who was uh, one of their top targets that Flip from utah yeah it was utah utah state. i think it was i thought it was, I thought it was utah I, zion steptoe or something yeah but but then apparently there's some injuries this week i don't know how that happens
0: yeah i mean it sounds like the injuries happened what mershon yeah, Mer- referencing and it happened during the notre dame game which i don't remember if that was that even known public i know i know we knew it was uh, we knew it was uh injury sustained in the notre dame game
2: I I think he I think it came out of it that he got hurt and apparently he didn't mm-hmm. come back toward the end of the game but didn't didn't notice right. this either at the time I do remember after the game that they said he got banged up
0: and then we found out that during the Jeff Brom Jeff Brom show that Abdur Rahman seen receiver another receiver it got hurt in practice this last week and he's out for the remainder of the season along with Mershon Rice who has to get surgery so but we did learn that we're going to get we should have Payne Durham back we should have Corey Trice back full. Uh, for this game against Iowa this weekend, uh, Horvath probably not, that's a mm-hmm. hard no. Um, obviously, another weekend for David Bell to get even more healthy. Um, so yeah, kind of it definitely looking pretty strong. And then it kind of, was we found out today, that more <laughs> just more injuries. And it's yeah, I don't understand
2: what's going on. I mean, it's that it's, it's that wide receiver. We do have depth, but yeah two guys that have shown promise in their limited playing time so far. It's kind of mm-hmm. – take all the weapons you can get when you're going against the number two team in the country.
0: Yeah. And looking to that Iowa game, I mean, you just said the number two team in the country thanks to Alabama losing over the weekend to Texas A&M, um, which none of us called that. I think do we all – we're we all called blowouts that we – so was going to happen. It's Alabama. Alabama beats everybody by – <laughs> Right. Weeks. Yeah. Um, but like, I was – yeah. Well sorry, start, go ahead. Off topic. Go go That's for it. it is. I
2: was like, is that is that Saban's like first loss to an unranked opponent?
0: That's a great question. I have no idea. Hopefully maybe someone in the chat can let us know if they want to look that up. Um I know it's his first loss to a former assistant. Yeah, I, believe. I think it's the first, but I'm not sure about I'm well, just first lost to an unranked opponent, especially being number one in the country. Um, but we're playing the number two team in the country coming up this week with the Iowa Hawkeyes. Um, I mean, six and oh, I mean, I mean, first look, I mean, I guess first, all, how do you feel going into this game?
2: Not good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I go back and forth. I just
2: feel like this is going to be super ugly yeah. I think I think Iowa's offense won't do anything, but I think Purdue's offense will do less.
0: Right. That's kind of where I'm going. I mean, we I, I feel I feel oddly good about it just I think just because of the fact that we've done so well against them in the past, or at least under Brom. I mean even under I hope we had some good wins. But what Brom's three and one against Iowa with the one loss coming in twenty nineteen, mm-hmm. which is a close one. Um but they're number two for a reason, and I think yeah. I mean, I'm, I go back. I, I start to feel really good about it. And I'm like, well, hold on. We scored 13 points against Illinois. So what are we going to do against a team that's like averaging like five takeaways a game or something? Or is it something yeah, like 20, that?
2: Yeah, 20 turnovers. They forced twenty turnovers. Sixteen interceptions. Yeah. So I was also now I'm thinking about that. Maybe maybe and like well, Purdue has two two takeaways. <laughs>
0: yeah, it happened in the first two games. Yeah,
2: UConn, Oregon State and UConn. Yeah, and
0: the, and the UConn one was a garbage type, so really it's one. I, mean, I don't even know who made the you – know.
2: uh, I I saw it today, and I didn't know who he was. Exa- yeah, exactly. Like yeah. Sean Green?
0: Because <laughs> we had the Cam Allen pick in the Oregon State game. Mm-hmm. But yeah, – I mean, So yeah, maybe I – mean, Yeah.
2: Maybe the Iowa defense, all oh, those turnovers is fluky, and Purdue's lack of turnovers is fluky, and they're going to flip. So maybe pretty due for like four picks of it Spencer <laughs> Petrus? Is that the Petrus Spencer Andrew, that was yeah. Petrus, Which
0: yeah. I mean, we beat him last year, first game of the season. Obviously that was when Coach Brom, or they, yeah. Jeff Brom was out with COVID and Brian was kind of running the show. Um, and then thank God we played them when we did because then they kind of went on a tear at the end of the year. Um, and they kind of just picked up right back, right where they left off starting this year with when they trashed Indiana to start the year, which you just hate to see that. Um but they yeah, just I mean they they beat a Penn State team this last weekend that was you know was a top five matchup. Granted, argued Penn State probably wins that game had Clifford not got hurt, but they won and we got the man Tanner Lee back with us now. I going, guess. <laughs> Sorry, Thank God that... the show can go on now.
1: Hey, I'm sure you guys have are handling it just fine. So I wasn't yeah. worried for well
0: you. you'll find out when you edit the podcast. So. I, I will. <laughs> But one of the questions asked at the top of the show, Tanner, was um, obviously we're coming off a bye week. Did the Boilers win the bye week? Knowing what we know as of 20 minutes ago.
1: (laughs) I would have said yes until 20 minutes ago.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: Now, yeah. Now, uh, no. So, uh, Wide receiver depth definitely took took a hit. I mean, at least we still are deep at that position. But, man, I I feel like every year a young receiver starts to come on for Purdue and then he gets hurt. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, and, uh, both of them had flashes.
2: I mean, Rice had a couple good catches at Notre Dame, and then I didn't even notice that he wasn't back in. And then, yeah, Racine, I mean, yeah, he did some ridiculous catches in the yeah. rain against yeah. Minnesota.
1: In that diving catch against Illinois. Um, yeah, I, I, I just, I'm I, just starting to wonder, what are we doing in practice? Why are so many guys getting hurt in practice?
2: Does uh, Does this happen
1: to
0: other teams? <laughs> I mean,
1: you know, I'm sure it does, but since we follow Purdue the closest, we only noticed it happens with Purdue.
0: And it's also when it seemed like Purdue, it's very rare that we're built to withstand this amount of these amounts amount of injuries. Sure. It's like you know if. I mean, it, every team has a breaking point when it comes to injuries, but, you know, like an Alabama and Ohio State, those guys, if, you know, if a star goes down, they probably get, yeah, it may not, the person backing them up is backing them up for a reason, but they're probably a four star, I mean, a four star, five star. They're going against these guys in practice every day, so they're, you know, a little bit better off. But, yeah, it's, it just seems like there's, with teams like Purdue that are kind of middle of the pack, there's, we might have some elite guys like a Carl Officer or David Bell, but once you get past, once you get past those guys, there's a there's a drop off, and it's at least at least in certain positions. You know, offensive line that's where we just we just can't afford to lose guys. I think receiver there's definitely less of a drop off with some of the guys, but it's yeah, there's some positions we just cannot afford to lose guys.
1: Yeah, like offensive line, it started in yeah. the off season, lost three guys. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we thought that was going to be a deep position for us, yeah. and it's now final. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was I did not like reading that when you when you had sent that over. Uh, mm-hmm. This afternoon, but or this evening, but is what it is. Let's see if we can go pull off the upset at Iowa. I'm not feeling the greatest mm-hmm. about it, but Bram is three and one against them. Um, yep. I think it's going to be a low scoring game. Yeah, I mean, I'm not too concerned about their offense. Now I say that they'll go hang forty on us, but our defense has been playing good. It's just can our offense score enough? I think we'll be able to move the ball. It's just, can we score in the red zone? Because I was bread and butters are secondary, and they force a right. ton of turnovers.
0: Granted, they did just lose their top – I think their top-rated defensive back, which, I mean, they're still going to be pretty dang solid back there. But And then, I mean, I know they – early in the week, Brom had a press conference, and he didn't say that you know a certain starter was named yet. Um, so who oh. do you guys <laughs> – I, I think Can't it's. We...
2: I don't know. I think it's got to be O'Connell, and I think I don't know. I think Jeff's just doing the uh, the coach speak, being coy, not giving Iowa anything. Yeah. To prep for.
1: I I agree. I'd be really surprised if it's not Aiden O'Connell. So.
0: I kind of go back and forth of like I mean I think I like what Aiden's done in terms of moving the ball, but just given the fact that Iowa's so opportunistic with turnovers and Aiden's been more prone, it's like <clears> does <throat> he go with the. The guy who hasn't thrown a pick all year. Granted, he hasn't really moved the ball, but it's hard to move the ball when the other team's taking it away from you too.
1: <laughs> and if he starts with Plumber, does Plumber get the quick hook after he's not right, moving the ball? Yeah. And then, then right. it's uh, I. Uh, um, and it's kind of relates to this question, but it's kind of off topic because it, it involves next year. Do you think both those guys are back next year? No. One of them or zero?
0: I think think at least one of them. I think at least one of them. I think if one goes, then like the other one's going to be the, it's going to be their job to lose by, I mean, yeah. Yeah.
2: Does, does Burton have another year? Yep. Or can he, I, I would be fairly surprised if he's still here next year, just because he hasn't had any opportunity. I mean, even if what he had like three snaps against Minnesota, I hope we see him more. I hope he gets more of an opportunity, just because
1: it's kind like a of change the pace. something different. Got to do something different. What we've yeah. been doing is not working. So I'd love to see him get like ten to twelve snaps, just to change it and up. Throw a little it. Bit. I want to see and him throw it like yeah. five times. Sure, sure. Add that wrinkle in there. I mean, have to get creative. I want I mean, to see
2: both of. I want to see two quarterbacks on the field. Let's go. Let's go. Fold Danny Hope and put all three of them out there. <laughs>
1: Or how about what the Chiefs did the other night and lined three different guys up at quarterback on one play until until Mahomes took the snap. I'd never seen that in a game before.
0: I didn't see that. Wow. Kel-
1: Kelsey lined up, and then I think it was Tyreek Hill lined up, and then Mahomes finally came in and lined up and took the snap. It was just it was just like, wow, I've never seen that, and it worked. <laughs> I, like, I think it threw a touchdown. That how court. about
2: Purdue does that? They put O'Connell shotgun with uh, Plummer and Burton on each side of him, and then
0: some trickery. Why not? Yeah. Shovel it, point, shovel, why not? Shovel Spread it to Burton. Burton yeah. yeah shovel, shovel it to Burton. He'll run off to the side, and if he can run, he'll run. If not, he'll throw it back over to Plumber, who bombs it. There we go. Yeah. So, it's a wheel.
2: It's a pitch to Plumber while Burton's running a wheel. Sketch <laughs> that up,
1: Webby, and email that to Jeff right now. Sketch it does, up.
0: Does Madden have, have a play creator? Oh like a... <laughs> yeah. Be, simulate, if not,
1: they, if not, it should.
0: Yeah, go simulate it in Madden, see how it works out with the best <laughs> athletes not, in the world.
1: Probably <laughs> not well. Probably not well. Let's be honest. Uh, but
2: uh, I I feel like I sorry just to just go back to O'Connell. I was kind of thinking the same thing though with the turnovers, but I'm also like it's the number two team in the country. He's got like we said this against Notre Dame. you got nothing to lose. Yeah, at, right. at yeah. number two team in the country, right. three thirty. ABC. Double, yeah. if, O'Connell, dogs, yeah. if, you, if O'Connell goes wild and throws 600 yards but throws four picks, that's probably you're, at least you're probably scoring. Yeah, true. Hope. I mean, it's, yeah, four picks wouldn't be ideal, and you're probably giving away a lot of points. But
0: This is a game I would hope to see. We just say screw it and just just let it rip. Like, I just absolutely throw bombs. I just
1: want to – and maybe you guys sit <clears throat> on this a little bit before I got on. I want to see the defense force some turnovers. My God.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So I think I
2: think you were coming on and just said maybe it's hopefully it's like fluky and Purdue's just being incredibly unlucky and it was and I was being pretty lucky. Yes, Iowa defense is really good and good at forcing turnovers, but twenty through five games is ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's and, and two yeah, well, two through yeah. five games is embarrassing. Well, even Purdue, though a lot of it's luck, but well I think not even was, that, but
0: I want to see some sacks too, just because I mean I mean yeah. Georgia's getting triple teams, like somebody come else, on. Else, Someone someone's else gotta get through <laughs> and held. Every play it but, has
1: a help that the Marcus Mitchell hasn't been healthy really all no. year.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like the line's played pretty well and it's helping. And yeah. That's why the defense, I mean, they're getting pressure, it's just not finishing.
0: Yeah, and I don't and I don't know. I don't... forced some fumbles and just haven't been able to recover. I mean, we had the I think the one against Illinois where Grant was right there and just couldn't, yep. he just and just couldn't get to it in time.
2: And that's where it seems kind of like fluky, kind of unlucky yeah. to where it's like, okay, that's if someone fumbles half the time maybe they're I don't know it should be right. but it should be kind of I mean
0: offense is at maybe 60
2: percent of the time the offense yeah. is going to recover because they're going to be a better position we well, even I think even but, like the Oregon
0: State game I think there's a couple times where a guy like would fumble but it would bounce right I yeah think like bounce right back up to him it's like so if that was us like we would have like kicked it into the stands or, some, <laughs> or something.
2: Well, who did didn't Graham have a strip sack was that against Notre Dame who was just uh, early on in one of the games, and it went back, and then it was the same thing. I think, like, an offensive lineman, like, kicked it and dove on it, but it would have been a huge Oh, it was, yeah. It, it I... was – maybe it was Iowa or not Iowa. Maybe it was Oregon Illinois State. Or, or, yeah, I
1: can't uh, remember. I don't remember. Yep, yeah, and we just haven't seen – I haven't seemed to get, like, the ricochet bounces for a pick or anything. hmm I've
0: been mean, uh, close a couple, a couple yeah. times, but just, yeah. Which, yeah. I think, again, is, like, just being in the right – I mean, it's the right time, right place. and right. That scheme or whatever. I mean, I really just mean, I'm not really, I don't know enough Mm -hmm. about (laughs) coaching to know.
1: And maybe I'm just being way optimist, way too optimistic. But if there's a right time to get Iowa, maybe it's coming off a high beating a team like Penn State.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. and, And they're definitely. Feeling themselves this week, being, being I mean, I mean, it's two. gonna it's gonna
1: take a big performance from somebody, whether it be David Bell who ripped them up last year and the year before, uh, 2018 it was Terry Wright, 2017th Anthony Mahungu. It's always like one wide receiver that has a heyday against the hot and um, if if somebody goes off, I think it's I think it's Milburn Wright's turn.
0: I'd love that. Honestly, I think I think huge key to the game is gonna have to be, um, if we can get King Daru going. Because we if we don't have a run game, we can only pass. It's gonna be, it's gonna be ugly. I feel like so they're just gonna just sit back and I think they play a lot of zone. If I read, if I read that right, so they, they kind of keep a lot of stuff in front of them. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think we, we have to get the Which deru looked good uh, in the Illinois game. So I or told in the you Minnesota, guys Minnesota, Minnesota game. I mean,
2: I think I said it to you like a week and a half ago after that. King deru's averaging like five yards a carry. I had no idea.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't guess
2: that. I would not have either. He's like 221 yards or something on 48 carries.
1: I think, I think we'll see Payne Durham in a lot of action this week. So mm-hmm. hopefully get to have
0: him back. That's for yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah. It will be nice to have him back. Somebody. Of course, get somebody back <clears throat> and lose two guys. Typical. Uh, yeah. But, uh, Purdue football recruiting got some big news last week. Mm-hmm. Two new recruits, uh, wide receiver and, uh, and A stud quarterback, four-star from Louisiana, Ricky Collins, that uh, took me by surprise. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, it's not very often proves in the SEC country and pulls out an SEC caliber player, let alone a freaking quarterback. Right? Number,
2: what? What is it? Number two, number, number three, two, two dual, dual threat dual. in a country. Yeah.
1: Um, so we'll see. I mean, he, a long ways to go until he signs on the dotted line, but got to start somewhere. And uh, yeah, that's it's pretty good for Jeff. That's three years in a row he's got a you know, for a uh, Michael Limo was a four-star. Brady Allen's a four-star. Brady Collins is a four-star.
2: Have, have you seen, speaking of Brady Allen, he's like 50 touchdowns and no picks this season. And that's right. in a oh, lot
1: actually. of, like, halves. They pull yeah. the half by <laughs> most of those games. So, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that that is my – that's what I if, – if if O'Connell and Plummer both leave, I wouldn't be opposed. If, if Allen's better than the Limo – because I'm assuming he would it be seems like a Brown. lot. Yeah, just, it seems
2: like a lot to come in as a true it, freshman.
1: It is. That's not the Purdue way, but
0: especially if like it's not college if football, it, if it's, it's like a do fun. or die season for Brahms. Like, all right, here I'm put my <laughs> put up on my career on the hands of an 18 year old. Well,
1: I, you know, call me crazy. I think Brahms the, are gonna get a contract extension this off season.
0: They have to. Yeah, they, yeah, have they have 30. to. Yeah, yeah, you have to yeah. have four or five years at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is going to piss off a lot of people. It will. I mean,
1: I was thinking about this this morning. I mean, assuming he comes back, I think it's pretty safe bet right now. Uh, uh, yeah. That'll be his sixth year. I mean, that's going to be by far the second longest coach we've seen in our lifetime around Purdue football.
0: Yeah, which is cra- I mean, for whatever reason, it feels like Hope was here forever.
1: I know. He's like, only four years. <laughs> yeah, I know.
0: It's crazy. Well, four school. long and years. Yeah, hey, Hazel was four
1: Three, and, it was, and, half it three
0: and a half. That's like an eternity. Oh my god! <laughs> well, I don't know.
1: There, there were
2: some comparisons online. Uh, who was it? Stu? No, oh, I don't know who it was. That they were like, look at. I don't know. It was like it was someone's trajectory. Uh, maybe it was. Um, I don't know. I'm gonna give up on trying to figure out who it was, <laughs> but it was like, but it was someone who would like, uh, at like, West Virginia or Virginia or something like. Uh, that their first four or five years, they were like right around 500, like very similar to Braum. But then his years, like seven, but then like they got, got an extension was probably on the hot seat because he's 500 for four or five years and not making a huge jump. And then years like six through 12, then when like one off and won like 70% of their games. And now yeah. the guy's been there for 15, 20 years. I don't know. What was, what was Ference? What did Ference? I'd be, mean, maybe Ferrance would be one. I mean, like, what did he do his first five years? I have no idea. Iowa I wasn't know. very good his first couple <laughs> exactly of years. Not. And then and now about, he's been there
0: two decades. I would say right. about
1: his fourth or fifth year they started taking off.
0: Well, someone, someone posted on the boards, I think it was last week, like under Hazel what our records were against unranked – or what our scores were against unranked teams. And as you got more into his career, it got worse. Like losing yeah. like, like 40-something to 14 to Maryland. Like just getting – just, just – Oh, that clock, Maryland maybe.
1: game was 50-7. to seven. I That's remember right. that one. Right. I, I remember that one. The lineman, I forget his first – I think his name was Jalen maybe. His last name was Neil. If he's listening, I'm sorry. Worst office lineman I've ever seen at Purdue. He got whooped so many times that Maryland game. He didn't even touch guys. Oh, my God.
0: But so you, was, look at, you look at like scores like that, and it's like, I mean, we were bad. I mean, Broncos we over. Broncos over. Bad. Yes. Uh, yeah.
2: That's – so Fairness probably isn't a good, and maybe he is. I don't know. So I just just found him. So he started his first season in Iowa was 1999.
1: Yep, longest tenure they, coach in college football.
2: They went one and ten, then three and, <laughs> then three and nine, then seven so and old. five, then eleven and two, ten and three, ten and two. And I'm like, okay, so you win eleven <laughs> games your fourth <laughs> year. Never mind, that's not a great comparison.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe not so much, but. Uh Andrew, I know you gotta get off here soon of the podcast. So let's hurry up and do some score predictions around the big ten. Um That's a good game. Sm- yeah, good games, but small slate of games again. Only yeah. only five this week. Starting with uh number ten, Michigan State. They are bull eligible now at six and zero at Indiana.
0: I think this is like a prime upset pick for a lot of people. I mean Penix is hurt, so they're gonna start Tuttle. Yep. And it should, should be a blessing
1: for disguise for him. Yeah.
0: yeah, it could be. But I also saw Tuttle against Ole Miss last year in their bowl game and he didn't look very good. <laughs> True. <laughs> and their offense. I mean, someone put on Twitter, some IU fan, that the difference between IU and Michigan – or I, Indiana and Penn State was an offensive coordinator. So take that at what, <laughs> you, at what <laughs> you will. Um,
2: <laughs> I think it worth
0: zero points. I think Michigan State wins, but I, th- I don't think they. Can. I think it's like a three-point game or less. I think I think it's gonna be. I think the right line is it's
1: four and a half. Yeah. yeah, this is a Michigan State team that puts up points. It's weird. Usually, Michigan State has great defense doesn't put up points. My God, cool. Thorne's whipping it around. Walker's the best running back in the conference. I mean, they've uh, only got also, two good wide receivers.
2: They're also only allowing 19 points a game. So it's not like their defense. I know. Is bad. I know.
1: I know. I know. Uh, Big Ten's got some good defenses. Our old buddy Malik Carr has, I think, a one catch for eight yards, eight yards this year. It's um, basketball season,
2: Tanner. Yeah, basketball he'll play. A, he'll
1: play a whole lot for Izzo too. Um, so uh, I, I think yeah.
2: Sparty by a touchdown.
1: I do too. Least, That's exactly what I was going to yeah. say. I uh, got a comment here from Skip. Wide receiver Sullivan and Burke, with two others out for the season, might be pleasant surprise depth at wide receiver and running back. Now under microscope.
2: Yeah, Sullivan. I haven't seen Sullivan. Oh, yeah, he's been kind of Surprised, yeah. Yep, has he, uh, he hurt too?
1: And, and you know, Marcellus so. Moore. Did you guys uh talk about Marcellus no, Moore entering no, the transfer didn't. portal? Yeah. So, he came out. out, then it out. Like, yeah. yeah, sounds like he's gonna go run track somewhere in the SEC. So.
0: Which I mean, I he's mm-hmm. a absolute stud at track, so yeah, go I mean, where you can. Which kind of sucks because he would definitely have been an Olympian. It would have been nice to have an Olympian under under the Purdue banner, but.
1: Rutgers, two-point favorites at Northwestern.
2: This surprised that's a, me. That's a weird line. I mean, I, I,
1: I'm going Northwestern, the upset. After, coming off a bye week, Rutgers lost two in a row, ugly fashion. I know they lost to good teams in Ohio State and Michigan State. but
0: uh talking whooped both games. I'm, I'm Actually, going Northwestern. They've lost three in a row. Lost to Michigan. Michigan, too, by yeah. a touchdown, yeah. Yeah. Nope.
2: Greg Schiano gets him back on track. Yeah. I don't think Northwest, Northwestern's not very good.
1: No, they're yeah. not, but I'm thinking give Fitz a bye week. I think they'll be ready. Here's an interesting one. Nebraska, four-point favorites four at Minnesota.
0: Downs. Favorite game of the week.
1: Fleck against Frost. And <laughs> so Minnesota, odd. Potts is out for the season, so they're without both their top two running backs now. Of course.
0: I hate to say that Nebraska's been playing really well lately.
1: Yes, they have. They've,
2: kept, they've been in so many games. Yeah. They could have
1: three more wins right now than they do against yeah, ranked Michigan, teams. Yeah, lost Michigan know. State by three, <laughs>
0: lost to Oklahoma by a touchdown. Rocked Northwestern. Yeah. yeah. Lost Illinois to start the season. Forgot about that. Um I think Nebraska rolls in this one.
1: I think Nebraska wins.
0: I I don't even know. <laughs> I, don't, Me- I don't Meteor.
1: Meteor at its stadium. Yeah, I don't right? I don't want to
2: think about this game. Right. Northwest or not, Northwest, Nebraska, yeah. And, I think uh, I think after watching Fleck, I think Scott Frost is lower. I think Fleck has passed Frost. I agree. Tom, Tom Allen, Tom will pass that in a couple months. Harbaugh's not too far behind recent,
1: some of the others either.
2: Uh, yeah, our, our buddy Ryan is a Nebraska fan. He texted that the same thing. He said Harbaugh's up there, and like yeah, he would be. Yeah, he's a douche
1: Washington. too. Four four and one Army is a fourteen point underdog at two and three Wisconsin.
0: I'm gonna go army upset pick Wisconsin.
1: Oh, great. Have them pissed off coming yeah. in Ross- <laughs> next week. Yeah. It's not pissed I off think-
0: already. Then. Yeah.
1: yeah,
2: I think it's gonna be close. I think army, I think Wisconsin squeaks out, but I think it's like seven. I don't think they cover.
1: Yeah, I- I'll take the Badgers by 10. But Graham Mertz has not been playing well. Yeah, got another comment here from Skip. Also, as much hype Big George got from freshman year, and we learned for him to live up to yeah, hype. You know, I don't like prescribe it. to he gets doubled or, or tripled, yada. Watch tape of all of our NFL outside linebackers slash defensive ends. Hope he uh, shows out in the next three weeks. Where is South Carolina transfer been at defensive end?
0: I think he's been hurt, hasn't he? I, I, I
1: haven't. Yeah, I have not seen him on the field like at all.
0: I,
2: yeah, he was. He had a lot of hype coming on a spring and summer and fall camp. So, yeah, I don't, I don't remember him getting hurt. Yeah, I can't remember.
1: I'm looking at that. But uh, George isn't getting, s- isn't getting sacks, but he's still getting a lot of pressures on the quarterback. I think yeah. he's been playing really well. A Pro Football Network has him number two overall in the in their mock drafts, their three-round mock drafts right remember. now. I mean, I think he, number two overall to the Lions. Oh. Um, so, so <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I, just, I just looked up uh, – Brothers, he has five tackles on the season. Oh, yes. Sorry, I'm thinking the other one. Yeah, uh, I, I, I Thompson, what's his, his name? Is it Tom I, Joe? It's like Joe Thomas or something. Yeah, I kind of forgot about him. You're right.
1: Yeah, I haven't seen him on the field at all. Yeah, yeah, kind of forgot about him. Yeah, wrong SEC transfer. A lot, a lot of the transfers have been doing good, so yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> they, haven't, they haven't really been the problem, but uh. Before you log off here, Andrew, uh Purdue, Iowa. Iowa 11 and a half point favorite.
2: I don't think I don't know. I I I think this game's gonna be ugly. Like I think it's gonna be like
1: 17 to 6. <laughs> uh, I really <laughs> God, I can't take watching only six points. <laughs> I, um, I know that's, that's, that's not my actual. Goals. <laughs> Three <laughs> so <that's> safeties, zero.
2: <laughs> that's not my actual prediction. That's just what I have in my head just imagining. How I don't know. I think I'm. I think I've. It's too long ago of watching the offense move fairly well. And just, then it not says score. army
1: by fourteen, pretty much says <laughs> Iowa. Horrible weather. Twenty-four. Is this supposed to be horrible weather?
2: It is. Sign it is up. not. I just Googled, I just looked it up. Okay. It says 50, it says fifty-eight and clear, so it's going to be That's a good day for like O'Connell to it, sling it.
0: It's, if it's bad weather, we're going to lose by like thirty.
2: <laughs> I I just think Purdue can stop the run enough to make uh, Petrus or Petrus, however you say his last name, throw it a little bit because I feel like feel like they're just going to run it, control the ball. Their yes. punter's supposed to be really good. Obviously, Purdue's going to get pinned inside like the five every time, just yeah. because it always happens when punters have like career days. I
1: I'm never picking Purdue in the rain ever again, ever, <laughs> ever.
2: They could uh, play.
1: They could uh, okay. Maybe if they're playing the UConn, but they could play uh, UMass, who beat UConn, and and yeah, UConn, UConn is not going to win a game this year.
2: My God, what, they play Clemson in like a month, <laughs> but Clemson's also never good anymore. So yeah, yep. good being relative. Okay, so my actual prediction, I'll say. Uh, Twenty-four, fourteen, Iowa. I just don't feel good. I think Purdue covers, it but I, okay, I think go. so, yeah.
1: And we don't score thirteen; we score fourteen. There we All go. right, we break that streak.
2: I think uh, O'Connell has a long touchdown pass to Brock Thompson.
1: I, I, I think it's gonna be a good game, low-scoring game. A lot of times, Purdue finds ways in in close games up a Kinnick to lose heartbreakers. I think Purdue loses a heartbreaker, twenty to seventeen. Late field goal gets it done for Iowa.
2: I I, I want to see pretty throw the ball like 60 times.
1: Why not? Just sling around.
2: Other than that, yeah, we'll throw 10 interceptions. I but...
1: want to come out. I mean, wouldn't it be great to come out and punch him in the mouth and get up like 14-0 and just silence the whole crowd.
2: <laughs> it's
1: the last That's time we've done sweat. down anybody besides UConn. It's been a while. Yeah. But
2: all right, go, oh, so. I want to hear Webby's. I want to hear Webby's prediction. Yep. he wants to do it. 21, twenty one
1: twenty boilers. Let's go. <laughs> 20. He wants to do it. I knew he wanted uh, to do it.
2: Mitchell Finneran walk off fifty yard. Hey,
1: or. if Paul Griggs can do it in 2012 mm-hmm. at Kinnick. All right. We that was our first win at Kinnick since like the early nineties. Mm-hmm. So and we've won there twice. So I want to wear the exact same combo we wore up there in twenty seventeen. I remember those was chrome helmets. That's all I remember, which we, I feel like we never wear anymore.
2: Will those be out tomorrow? When do they tweet those out?
1: They should tweet it out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Skip says, player of the game is Brock Thompson in quarterback turn. Tight ends surprise Iowa. Iowa's tight ends can, can't blitz if in coverage of our tight ends. I'm confused for that.
2: <laughs> I think linebackers, I'm assuming. You can't blitz oh, okay. if they're covering yeah, our tight ends. Yeah, uh,
0: gotcha. Yeah,
1: okay. Yep, that makes sense. Paul Papafery. There we go. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, Papafery. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly who he's talking about. Yep. All right. Yep. All right, Andrew. I'll see you guys. Yep, take it easy. Later. All right, Evan, let's Zero go around two. the let's go around the uh top 25, shall we? We shall. California at number 9, Oregon Friday night. Oregon's a 13 and a half point favorite.
0: Some Pac-12 after dark. Uh, one and next. four, Cal. I know. <laughs> what happened think, to them? I think Oregon rolls in this one. Yeah,
1: me too. What at happened home? to Cal? Yeah. They stink at basketball, too, now. Uh, number 24, 5-0, and San Diego State at 3-3, and San Jose State. The Aztecs are a nine-point favorite. I
0: don't know anything about San Jose State, so I'm just going to roll with the uh, It Chalk and San Diego State. I'm say yep. cover too.
1: me too. Marshall Falks alumni, so rolling with them.
0: Good, State, I didn't know that.
1: Yep, hmm. Auburn four and two at number seventeen, four and two Arkansas.
0: Arkansas came off the loss to Ole Miss, right? They, would you
1: have, if you were an Arkansas fan, would you be happy they went for two?
0: <sighs> yeah, I I, I, mean, I don't know. It's, it's easy to just
1: bad execution, but it yeah. was. Yeah,
0: I mean, I appreciate. You know, coaches to go for the win, I guess, even if you don't get it. I mean, it shows your And You're on the, the road. Yeah, on the road. Yeah, that's the big thing. So if you're on the road, go for it. I mean, obviously, if you're at home, maybe a little different. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Arkansas to bounce back.
1: Yep, I think Arkansas gets it done. Bo Nix just had a road win a couple weeks ago at LSU, <laughs> but I don't think he gets another one here uh UCF speaking of Auburn their former coach Gus Malzahn and his UCF Golden Knights 3 and 2 at 5 and 0 oh, number 3 ranked Cincinnati and Cincinnati is a 21 point favorite
0: Cincinnati covers that and they just freaking roll I think they just got to
1: keep making statements yeah they's got to keep pounding these teams and yeah. I think they'll that, be okay
0: the fact they beat Notre Dame it's like okay I think it's it's legit now that they can potentially if they again like you said if they they could win. Not to win, but not only win, but prove that they're just yep. above everybody else.
1: Win in convincing fashion. That'll yeah. go a long way. Number twelve, Oklahoma State. Mike Gundy's got these boys five and zero at twenty-five ranked Texas, who's four and two. Probably should be five and one. That was an absolute meltdown, but what a what a game that was. Tons yeah. of talent, high flying plays, tons of points. I love watching that game every year.
0: Texas five point favorite. Ooh man. It's a a good game.
1: Yeah, gimme hook 'em. I think Casey yeah, Thompson think gets the get win outside. there. Yep. I think Sarkeesian's gonna get them on the right track. I'm pretty yeah. impressed by his play calling. Number twenty, Florida, four and two at three and three LSU. Florida's 11-point favorites down in Baton Rouge.
0: I think this is a game where – because I've got a friend who's an LSU fan. I think this is a game where the uh, LSU faithful, they uh, grill up Gator in the, at the tailgates for this game. I think you're right. But, uh, I, oh, man. Poor Coach O. I, I'm not sure. He's done, man. Yeah, they got I the mean, paperwork working behind yeah. the scenes. He's I mean, a goner. If, let's say Florida blows them out by 20. Do you think he's done? Like
1: he might be fired next week. Yeah. yeah. It's just crazy. He's gonna get Gene Chiswick. He's gonna two years after yeah. you win a title, you're out. It's not yeah. fair, but it's it's living in life in the SEC. Yeah. Uh, I think Florida I think school. Florida
0: rolls. Yeah, especially a school like LSU that's been to the mountaintop a few times and yep. knows what it takes. And yeah. I mean he just had stupid talent two years ago and it all worked out, but
1: I think Florida rolls. Number twenty one, Texas A and M who shocked the whole college football landscape. Over the weekend, didn't see that one coming. Nope. Uh, at 3-3 and Missouri, A M is a nine-point favorite.
0: Do we feel a letdown coming? Or do a little hangover from the, being on top of the If they were football? playing
1: any SEC team outside of Missouri or Vanderbilt, yeah. Yeah. I would. But uh, give me AM. Yep, I'm agree. Number 11, Kentucky. <laughs> they are yeah. 6-0. and At number 1, Georgia, 6-0. and And Georgia is a 23-point <laughs> Favorite.
0: So it's going to be like 27 to 3 because their defense is so freaking good. Yeah, they
1: they don't give up touchdowns. Yeah. I, they I, are I, the best team in the country, in my opinion. I think Georgia wins right on the nose. I'll go right on 23.
0: When's the last time Georgia won a title? Obviously, they were close against Alabama. Uh, yeah. I, I, when they had the uh, when, proms freshman year, when it was I will, versus 2 uh...
1: I will look that up.
0: But yeah, I think, yeah, Georgia. Just dominates.
1: Uh, 1980. Wow, they've won six titles: 1920,
0: 27, 42, 46, 68, and 80. Hmm, interesting. a while. Not, I would not have guessed that. Yeah, it's just by the way they're respected and how good they're always they always are. But.
1: number 19, Brigham Young suffered their first loss last week against Boise State. They're five and one, traveling to five <laughs> and one Baylor. Baylor Bears are six-and-a-half-point favorites.
0: Give me the Baylor Bears with the upset. All right. It's really an upset if they're favored, but I think it's probably the ranking.
1: I'll go BYU in this one. I think okay. they bounce back. I didn't think they'd lose the Boise last week, though. Number five, Alabama at 3-2 and two Mississippi State, but Mississippi State is so close to being 5-0, and oh, it's not even funny. <laughs> and Mississippi State beat A&M. But
0: I do think can you, I mean, you, you imagine being at practice this whole week with Nick Saban after one?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I can't. Uh I mean Mike Leach and the boys, they can put up points, but
0: yeah, yeah, not against oh,
1: god, pissed a pissed off Alabama
0: team. No, Give me I Bama in they yeah, roll. Large, yeah. Oh my god. Uh
1: TCU at number four, Oklahoma. Oklahoma six and 0, TCU's three and two. New quarterback for Oklahoma. Mm-hmm.
0: Casey yeah, that, Williams. That, that story was pretty wild about, for those that I know, there was what a student reporter with binoculars saw the practice field from like a, a, a campus building and reported that.
1: Public building.
0: Public building, yeah. Public because
1: building. this is the same school a year or two ago was so paranoid about students in a dorm that could see the practice field that they put some uh, – Dark like, like netting or tint on it the window. Like, it was like a like a fog film, glass. like a film.
0: Yeah, so the kids can see it. <laughs> which is, uh, um, but yeah, like they reported that the Spencer Rattler was taking snaps with second string, and all of a sudden there was no more media availability for the rest of the week mm. <laughs> until the after the game. Funny how that works. Yeah, um, I think Oklahoma. I think they, I think they win this one.
1: Yeah, they've been winning close games all year, but. I like what I saw from that Williams kid and
0: mm-hmm.
1: kind of got filled for Spencer a little bit, but it is what it is. I mean, they're trying to win a title, and you know, they don't care that Raising Cane's and him have a sponsorship going. So <laughs> good for him. Hey, yeah. Milk it while you can. So I think I think Boomer sooner rolls. Interesting one here, and I know you don't like one of these teams. Number 13, 4 1 Ole Miss at four and two Tennessee. Ole Miss is two and a half point
0: favorite. Tennessee fans are getting too confident.
1: Seven thirty at night, yeah, Knoxville. It's, it's gonna be rocking.
0: It's, rocking. It's gonna be rocking. Rockin'. Um, Lane Kiffin, former Tennessee coach, yeah. who there were some rumors I think going around that he might have taken the Tennessee job when he was. I think oh, when Tennessee was looking for a new coach. Um, I mean, the fans were running wild with, with with whatever conspiracy went to roll with. I think um, they could
1: have John Gruden right now if they want. Yikes!
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah, I, laughs> They've always wanted him. They've always yeah, wanted Gruden. <laughs> That was <laughs> the time. Um, <laughs> I love Lane Kiffin when he's not coaching Tennessee.
1: Matt Carroll. Matt Carrell's fun to watch. He might be the highest yeah, front runner yeah. right now.
0: Yeah, he's got some moxie to him, and um,
1: Ole Miss quarterbacks always do. Chad Kelly.
0: Yeah. I. God, I hope Ole Miss wins. As, as my friend, who's a Tennessee fan, told me, he goes, they're, "They're supposed to be good in basketball. Supposed to be good in baseball." America will hate Tennessee fans if they have a good football team. And my response was, "We don't already." Um, <laughs> They're some of the most
1: though. delusional fans yeah. in the um, country. They think Lane. it's 1998 still.
0: Yeah, please Lane, for the love of God, just wax them. I
1: think Rocky Top wins, Webby. <laughs> I, I hypeles a pretty good. <laughs> I did.
0: It's, it, The fact that Nealon is that's gonna be it's gonna be a really cool environment.
1: Yeah, yeah, they've been putting up some points lately, man. Uh, number twenty-two, NC State, who is
0: uh, four and one,
1: four and one. Thank you, at Boston College, who's also four and one. NC State is a three-point favorite.
0: Yeah, Boston College kind of a surprise in the ACC this mm-hmm. year. Backup uh, but, quarterback too. Yeah, I, I still think NC State wins this one.
1: You know, I'm just full of upsets tonight. I mean, Boston College. <laughs> Uh, number eighteen, Arizona State. Herm Edwards has Herm Edwards has them five and one at three and two Utah. This is a pick'em game, according to my app.
0: Yep, same here. I've rolled with them. I think every time we've we've chosen the game, I'm going with Herm Edwards and the boys.
1: You have. Uh, I'll, go yeah. I'll go with Utah. I'll go with Utah. I'm rolling with the, a lot of the home teams tonight. So um, should be another exciting week of college football. I don't know if we can get much more exciting than last week, though. Last yeah, week was nuts nuts around the country. No Notre Dame game this week. They're off on a bye. Should have lost Virginia Tech. Somehow squeaked it out. Imagine that. I don't know if I see another loss on their forecast on their schedule.
0: Yeah, because what, USC is not the USC North Carolina might North be Carolina's the most disappointing team in yeah, the country. Sam Howe was like your Heisman front runner yeah. I mean, to start the year. Probably, I mean, him and probably Spencer were the, the yep. two, and both of them have just not played well. He's nope. not played up to their billing. Um. So, who is your highest in the front runner right now?
1: I mean, the kid at Fresno State puts up stupid stats, but it's not gonna be right. him. I mean, uh, I would still say Bryce Young, quarterback at yeah. Alabama, but Matt yeah. Correll I mean, he's he's right there. Mm-hmm. Um, watch out for CJ Strode if 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 if, if Ohio State keeps pounding good. people. Yeah. Um, there's a running back at Syracuse putting up some crazy numbers, but they're not good. Um, yeah. But a lot of guys, you know, like Brock Purdy's not putting up good stats at Iowa mm-hmm. State this year, where they're not winning at least. Nobody else from the Big Ten, really. Uh, I mean, you could say Walker from Michigan State has an outside shot, running back, yeah. Kenneth Walker to third, but I don't know. Um, yeah, nobody on Georgia. Yeah.
0: It's like, it's, it's, I couldn't Georgia. It's, it's,
1: I don't remember the last time. It's been mid-October, and I feel like the Heisman race hadn't really started. Right. In a way. So – it's been a while. Yeah. Any other college football thoughts?
0: Oh God. Um, no, I can't think of any right now. From the top of my head.
1: How about any college hoop thoughts? Big Ten media day was last week. Got a lot of a lot of good stuff from Painter.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just funny to see. I and mean, we know this is Purdue fans and listening to his interviews all the time, but it's just funny to see the media react to how in depth he'll go and not just do the normal coach speak and he'll actually give legit answers. I think someone wrote that it's like, it's almost like you're trying to teach the media, mm-hmm. like, like not like as a, being a jerk, but like actually teach them like, obviously he's an opportunity to do that. Um But you know, yeah, I mean, I represents Sasha, Trey and and Eric and uh, which I thought were awesome. I mean, they're the seniors. Sounds like they've all kind of said they're not coming back, but you, know, you never know. I mean, so I think Sasha, you, there might be that potential door for him to come back if he wanted to um
1: barring injury we should but, say. yeah
0: barring injury of course um but i mean if we have the season that we're hoping for i mean sail off in the sunset boys <laughs> yep
1: yep yep um, but
0: i mean, yeah, the, I, mean I, I i kind of forgot it was coming up at the time and i'm like it's a sign that basketball's almost here i mean i think november 4th is our first exhibition game
1: um secret scrimmage should be coming up against providence yep. soon
0: yep um yeah, it's exciting. I mean I I can't believe it's almost here. I feel like last season just ended and we've just been I think just 'cause just the hype has been so high around this team and then everyone's kinda chopping up the bed to get back into Mackey finally and uh give these give these guys a lot of I mean a lot of these guys have I have, still haven't played in front of a, a true college right. crowd yet, so That'll be really cool to see for them.
1: Yep. It's gonna be an exciting season, high expectations. Uh, yeah. everybody's picking them one or two in the Big Ten along with Michigan. Right.
0: Even John Rossine says buy stock now and Brian Waddell. So let's go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love
1: hearing that from somebody other than Matt Painter. Yeah. That shows me, okay, he's gonna be pretty good. Yeah, and legit. I'm still all for redshirting him. Put the red shirt on yeah. him this year.
0: What do you think about the the idea that's been thrown around about redshirting Morton?
1: I honestly don't mind it. I mean, if yeah. he's all right with it, his family's all right with it. There's not enough minutes for all these guys. No. Somebody's yeah. gonna get lost and shuffle and say somebody's not playing well, or somebody goes down injured during the year. You can always pull it, yeah, put them in. Um, I'm fine with it. I
0: yeah, mean, we so got 11 it.
1: good guys, but they can't all play.
0: Yeah, I mean, Paners, I mean, uh, one thing too, like about parents, I mean, he's he's honest with these guys. It's not like right. I mean, they'll know, and obviously he he always leaves it up to the player, but. If he thinks it's a good idea, then which is, I mean, in today's college basketball world, it's crazy that it's just crazy that he's still redshirting people because just you don't see it a whole lot anymore. Which is now with the one-time transfer rule and you know everyone trying to cater to all these kids. But yeah, I mean, it just also shows the relationship that I think that Painter is able to build with some of these guys. If if right. that, I mean, especially with someone like Brian Waddell, who. um we was going to do that. And obviously, we had Mason and Brandon two years ago when everyone was clamoring for them to be, the be pulled because we weren't doing very well. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean you're probably going to play eight, nine guys, nine at the most, probably. So, so like I said, something lost regardless. And it might, it might be a little bit easier.
1: Yep. And it's just too bad for him with the mono last year, yeah. kind of. Put him at a disadvantage right away compared to everybody else.
0: Because everyone's, I I saw people on the boards, you know, like, well, he'll just transfer. So it's like, we get, I mean, assuming everything goes according to plan or just like, you know, no bad injuries, anybody, like, there's going to be a lot of minutes open next year. Right. You know, you guys like Eric, Sasha gone, Jaden's probably gone. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got, and then I'm definitely picking Morton over a a Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer coming as a freshman. Like, painter definitely leans on um, experience, especially right away. So, I mean, there's gonna get a lot of time next year and hopefully right. I mean, obviously he'll lay it out like that. But hopefully these kids can see, you know, not just look, you know, one year at a time.
1: Right. Yeah, it's gonna be a fascinating to watch how it all plays out this year, how what who what the rotation looks like. It's gonna change once Mason Gillis comes back too. Right. So um, you know, I, I'm really getting excited about Trey Kaufman Ren. Not that mm-hmm. I wasn't already, but all I you know, Caleb First was Mr. Basketball. I feel like you heard more about Caleb First. Of course I'm from I live up in Northern Indiana, not Southern Indiana, so I hear more about first. But lately, it's all been about how impressive Kaufman's been. So, yeah, it sounds like
0: it, it sounds like it's just a, a bucket. Yep.
1: like yep. Which we haven't had that in a forward for no. for a while. So, well, I mean, Swanigan was a bucket, but in a different way. Yeah. Um. So it's uh yeah it's it's, it's fun. I'm I'm ready for it. I'm excited. Also nervous, just because with high expectations comes some nerves. But it's a good yeah. good spot. Yeah, I mean, it, it's
0: like it's like it's. Weird, because you have such high expectations. I feel like you don't enjoy the wins as much because it's right. like we're supposed to win, right. but like you know, compared to like last year, where it was just like we had no expectations, and then you know the Ohio State game was like you know, pure euphoria because it was like holy right. crap, we just right. <laughs> knocked off a team on the road with a game winning shot, and right, we hit the Michigan State game, and you know, you got to have stuff. your ups
1: and downs. I mean, even yeah. last year we blew a twenty five point lead or whatever to Miami. Uh I mean, we're gonna have our ups and downs, so. It's uh it's college basketball in a nutshell. Right. Gotta love it. Just stay healthy, win a Big Ten title and get a low seed and see what happens.
0: Yeah. I mean it's it's just it's so frustrating. I mean not frustrating, but it's just me so good and like the NCAA tournaments. While it's the most fun postseason tournament probably there is, it's also the absolute worst way to crown a champion. But hey, we're just long for the ride.
1: Friend of the pod and the host of the um, full steam ahead podcast. Adam Bartels just reminded us, but painter can't recruit. Remember? <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: That's right. I forget.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, he squashed that narrative a while back. Thank goodness. Yep. Continues to. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, it's just a matter of time before he gets before he gets final 400 is about, I think mm-hmm. it's a matter of time. So we're Why lucky not, to Adam? have him. We're lucky to have him. Absolutely. Lucky to have them. So, uh, any final thoughts before we wrap up this podcast?
0: I just just score more than thirteen points on Saturday, which is going to be even you know easier said than done. We're going against an amazing defense that Iowa has, but I just yeah, I want to like to see something start clicking. Whether it's either defense forcing turnovers, the offense just doing anything, scoring in the red zone to start. I mean, it sounds like they've maybe implemented some new stuff. That can that can probably work with, but you go and do so much in practice before you you know before the other team starts to adjust. So hopefully we can find the end zone when we're supposed to. Hey,
1: uh, last time we played a number two ranked team in the nation, it worked well for us. So it was pretty fun. Maybe maybe we can go and go and yeah. shock the world, shock the world. But uh, um, I'm not going to do the full sponsor read tonight. I got to get off this podcast here here in a here in a minute. But uh, we do want to thank our sponsors like always, Mad Mush. The shop, Webb's Family Pharmacy, and Shroff Landscaping Nurseries. If you've uh, listened to our podcast before, you're familiar with all those four. You kind of know what they're offering right now. So, uh, But use, use the promo codes. Use the promo code BREAKDOWN at, at the shop to get 25% off. And at Mad Mush, use the promo code BREAK5 for $5 off any order over $20. That's in person or online at madmushroom.com. So uh, with that said, Webby, let's uh, boiler up, hammer down, and beat the hot guys.
0: Well it